Okay, so I might be very late to this, a little too late. Facebook changing its name to Meta. I wish I had a good reason for being late to it. The real reason is I just don't give a shit. It's not like I'm trying to be too cool for it. I truly, I try to make myself care about anything Facebook recently. I, I just, I can't, I struggle with it. I've not used Facebook in a few years. I've not really been on it. Like I still have my profile on it, but I kind of, apart from WhatsApp and Instagram, obviously, Facebook itself kind of faded from existence to me. So it was really hard conjuring up the shit to give for this Facebook metaverse thing. But because it's popular, I finally wanted to take a look at it, see what it's all about. Give it a fair chance. VR has been struggling for a long time. There's a lot of things wrong with VR, obviously, but I don't really believe in it for a number of reasons I'll get into. But let's let me check out the metaverse thing. It is time for us to adopt a new company brand to encompass everything that we do. To reflect who we are and what we hope to build, I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. This is probably the big news that everyone's aware of. Facebook changing to Meta. I think they realized they have shat the bed so hard. They've just ruined it so, the brand has been trudged through the mud so bad. Facebook is just, when people think Facebook, they think people screaming at each other about vaccines online. They think misinformation. They just think bloated garbage. The current state of Facebook, the platform, is what, I guess, MySpace became at its worst. It's just a jumbled mess of way too many things. Who under 40? is still enjoying Facebook actively. Our mission remains the same. It's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. I don't want this to be one of those like mean YouTube commentary podcasts where I just like watch a thing. I go, huh, this person's trying to do a thing. This company's trying to do a thing. Why does he present like he's a non-playable character in a video game? I don't get... I don't always understand why the CEOs of companies also insist on being the face of the company when they could bring in someone else to do that and they could kind of drive the direction of the company behind the scenes. I guess when it's your thing or you're the CEO, you want to be front and center. It, it truly feels like Mark Zuckerberg is a digital avatar that has been created to communicate with us. And he's telling us about Facebook, but there's something off about it. Hey, and welcome to Connect. Today, we're going to talk about the metaverse, starting with the most important experience of all, connecting with people. That weird little look he gave at the end after he said connecting with people was like the look of, I don't want to connect with a single person, though. I'm just saying that, but trust me, I will not be connecting with anyone. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually. It has things that are only possible virtually. And it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. So I'm already sort of understanding what this is uh, and what I suspected. I knew it was related to VR. See, Mark's, Mark is smart. Facebook is smart. They know that things out here in the real world are so fucked. So few people own anything, own any real estate, any private property, any significant investments in anything that they think, listen, the world is a write-off. Come live in this fantasy VR world where you will get a view. 
you will never get this view out in the real world. Your view is going to be like a low level apartment complex of like a brick wall is what you're going to see when you stare out your real life window. But when you look out of your VR window, you'll see hope. That's essentially what he's saying. It's smart. Everyone's kind of been making the same comments. This is Ready Player One. This is the Matrix. This is a digital prison that Facebook is building for us because they understand the reality that things are so troubling for so many people that this is the closest people are going to come to actually, I guess, having a fulfilling life, having an interesting life, uh, having some beauty in their life. We're supposed to, I guess, rejoice and celebrate. If you kind of think at all about this, you realize the darkness behind all of this. Like, yes, on the surface, it's all like gleaming, has a nice facade, a nice veneer. And I've seen YouTubers even like praising it in a weird way, like they're almost on Facebook's payroll. I can't really put my finger on it. If you're a big YouTuber, shouldn't you be questioning things a little bit? I'm not saying it's like real journalism, but shouldn't you be like, hmm, something about this seems off. What are the what are the possible downsides of this? I've seen people just really giddy and excited about this, maybe because they know, hey, it's over. The dream is over for many people, not for rich YouTubers, but for the average person, maybe this is what they need. And a lot of people know this and they go, yeah, this is where we're headed. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just got to find something to wear. All right, perfect. <laughs> that was a great example of maybe a little bit of foreshadowing with this tool. Mark had the option of being anything he wanted. He could be an astronaut. He could be whatever that costume was, but he chose to be him. And I think that's telling us what people are going to do with this platform. They are still going to choose to be the same low level consciousness thing in the digital world as they are in the real world. See, in the real world, we've given up. A lot of us are maybe in debt. We don't own anything. Our job, our wages have not gone up with the rest of the country. But in the real world, you think we could be anything, but no, we're probably going to do the same shit in the digital world that we did in the real world. I know in the Matrix, once you're told that you're in the Matrix, you supposedly can break out and do whatever you want and be whoever you want. But people know they're in the Matrix in this case, but they're still going to be the same old dumb. They're going to have the same shitty habits, the same thinking, the same philosophy, the same logic. So Mark's like... I'm just kind of giving you a sneak peek. You're going to be doing the same shit in this world as you do in your current world. Boy. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Hi. Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh-huh. Who made this place? It's <laughs> awesome. Right? It's from a crater. I met in L.A. Uh, this place is amazing. <laughs> Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I knew you were bluffing. <laughs> hey, wait, where is Naomi? Let's yes, call her. Naomi! <laughs> hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around Soho hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. I love this part. This is something corporations do that I've always found really funny. Companies want to associate themselves with grassroots things, music, art, fashion, things that, you know, us poors do. And this is like Facebook trying to be like, hey, in the VR world, check out this sick artist. But they can't select any kind of artist with any kind of point of view or making any sort of statement. It has to be the most vanilla kind of homogenous art you can think of. And what better example than literally a 
3D blob in VR. The chick's like, hey, this artist is going around Soho putting up all these pieces and you think, oh, interesting. What's this art gonna be about? Is it gonna elicit an emotion within me? And you see the art and it is a visual representation of what this VR world is. It's a convoluted mess. It's just a bunch of blobs in a ball. It's almost better that companies don't try to include art and artists in their content because when they go this route you see how lifeless the art is it's just strange like that's the cool thing about vr that is that the artist is making these shitty little 3d renders and putting them up around town so what who cares they're not saying anything is this art it doesn't do anything it doesn't stand for anything but it's facebook facebook can't actually you know they can't put controversial art in there. So this is their version of art. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. Oh, I love the movement. Wait, it's, it's disappearing. I love the movement. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. They've even tipped the artist. They know the artist is broke. They know they live, the artist lives in like a cockroach infested apartment. So they're going to tip them. No one's going to do that in real life, but they're trying to set you up to be like, hey, you could even subsidize the lives of other poor people in this virtual reality world. Safety need to be built into the metaverse from day one. You'll get to decide when you want to be with other people, when you want to block someone from appearing in your space, or when you want to take a break and teleport to a private bubble to be alone. You're going to be able to bring things from the physical world into the metaverse. Almost any type of media that can be represented digitally, photos, videos, art, music, movies, books, games, you name it. Now, lots of things that are physical today, like screens, will just be able to be holograms in the future. So Mark is kind of spelling it out for us. He's being very honest. He's going, hey, your current life has no meaning. Yes, there are images and pieces of media in your current life, they're meaningless, bring them into this digital world where we will take care of them. We're about privacy, even though the idea of that is strange because it's a digital VR world owned by a corporation. They're, they're the judge, jury, and executioner of this world. This isn't like the physical world where there's friction, there's real conflict. There's no one party that really has a stake to everything in the physical world because it's hard to control everything physically. Mark is reassuring us that the privacy is gonna be important in this world and yet they control everything no one else has a say in this world it's their world so how has that ever played out when one company controlled everything has that ever worked out for anybody in the long term and he's just saying he's being frank with us he's like bring in your garbage into here we'll keep it safe you're de you're already depressed out there just take all your shit that you have in the real world and bring it in here we'll keep it safe uh and you'll be supposedly happier here you won't need a physical TV. It'll just be a $1 hologram from some high school kid halfway across the world. You don't need a physical TV. You don't need to own objects that you have control of. Come in here. It's going to be a hologram. Yes, we're going to put ads over that hologram. Yes, you're not going to be able to skip them. You're not really going to have a say because you've given up your physical items and you're now in our digital world. We're like Agent Smith. This is the matrix. We control it. So you're not going to have a say. Just bring all that in here. Anyone who watches this and goes, yeah, let me give up, you know, at least my real world items that I own and just go in, go all in into this world and just let them kind of put things in front of my face and decide what I watch for how long, what ads show up, what is problematic, what is not problematic. Just give yourself to the, the Facebook digital world. And you'll be able to take your items and project them into the physical world as holograms in augmented reality too. Why? One part of this is Horizon Home, which is our early vision for a home space in the metaverse. 
Horizon Home is the first thing that you'll see when you put on your Quest headset. Today, there are already a bunch of options to choose from, and in the future, anyone will be able to create one. We've just called it Home until now because it's been missing something very important, people. Soon, we're going to be introducing a social version of Home, where you can invite your friends to join you as avatars. You'll be able to hang out, watch videos together, and jump into apps together. Then, there is Horizon Worlds. So I just wanna point something out uh, that you may have felt as well. This is something I've noticed over the quarantine, over the pandemic. The people in your life who have no interest in jumping on a FaceTime call with you or a Zoom or Google Hangouts call with you are not gonna be interested in jumping into this VR world to hang out. Which is where you can build worlds and jump into them with people. Horizon is designed to make it possible for everyone to create. And we're already seeing people build some really interesting experiences, from creating new games together, to throwing surprise parties in VR that family and friends around the world can join. Over the last year and a half, a lot of us who work in offices have gone remote. And while I miss seeing the people I work with, I think remote work is here to stay for a lot of people. So we're gonna need better tools to work together. Let's take a look at what working in the metaverse will be like. Imagine if you could be at the office without the commute. You would still have that sense of presence, shared physical space, those chance interactions that make your day all accessible from anywhere. Please tell me this doesn't look like a living nightmare. You're telling me this person who has escaped the office, who's like, thank God I get to be in my quiet room, I, I get my own bathroom, I get to make myself a snack, I get to concentrate. They are now gonna throw a thing over their face to recreate chaos and visual distraction of the office. They are going to digitally recreate this hellscape in front of their eyes. They're gonna fuck your, vi forget about your vision. You're gonna put something in front of your eyes to mimic the thing you tried to escape from in the first place. Is anyone watching, is this like an emperor's new clothes situation? Is anyone watching and going like, no, 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 Mark, that's not what, what's gonna happen at all. And I guess some people put on like a white noise machine. They hear like the sound of a waterfall or rain or birds chirping in the back. But this person's got the chatter of the office playing over in VR. Who is gonna, what is the point of that? Who is doing that? Now imagine that you have your perfect work setup and you can actually do more than you could in your regular work setup. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. And as we focused more on work, and frankly, as we've heard your feedback more broadly, we're working on making it so you can log into Quest with an account other than your personal Facebook account. We're starting to test support for work accounts soon, and we're working on making a broader shift here within the next year. I know this is a big deal for a lot of people. Not everyone wants their social media profile linked to all these other experiences, and I get that, especially as the metaverse expands. The metaverse is not gonna expand. It's going to collapse in on itself like a dying star once people realize the digital hell that you've created. It's not going to expand. It's gonna become all the worst things of the real world, but digitally, because people feel even less accountability in the digital world. They feel less oversight, less judgment, so they are their worst selves online, especially in VR. Oh my God, moderating this VR world, everyone's avatar being God knows what horrific thing, or people just saying God knows what, I understand he's trying to make it sound like an extension of your actual self, but we've seen how people even talk to each other on video games online. We've seen how people talk to each other on Twitter and Facebook using the real profiles. 
So how is this going to be any different? We know from the last couple of years that a lot of people can effectively work from anywhere. But hybrid is going to be a lot more complex when some people are together and others are still remote. So giving everyone the tools to be present, no matter where they are, whether it's a hologram sitting next to you in a physical meeting or in a discussion taking place in the metaverse, that's going to be a game changer. I feel strange about this idea of replicating things that didn't work in the real world, but digitally. No one likes meetings. Meetings are a waste of time most of the time in the real world. So why would you recreate the meeting digitally as a hologram? So now, instead of doing a meeting over email or Slack, you got to do the meeting over holograms. That is just as big of a waste of time as the meeting in person. What, what, are, we, what are we doing here? Is Mark Zuckerberg convinced that enough people are brainwashed? that they'll go for this. What he's saying people aren't gonna question or think about. Positive for our society and economy. Giving people access to jobs in more places, no matter where they live, will be a big deal for spreading opportunity to more people. Dropping our daily commutes will mean less time stuck in traffic and more time doing things that matter. But people have already done that without the Facebook VR world. People already can stop their commutes and just do things via Slack or FaceTime or whatever. On the surface, he's hitting all the right notes. But if you look beneath the surface, you realize that this platform won't contribute to society being happier overall. Digital tools are tools. They're they are still tools. They're not actually a replacement for being in the real world. I know that's corny to say. I know there's a lot of people that advocate for being present and taking time off from screens. And yes, a VR world pasted over your face is sort of like a screen. But we already know the science shows that being present in your body and being connected to people in person in your real life is actually what makes people feel a little bit happier. Whatever word you want to use. Mark's kind of going out here and saying that this is going to make things better the same way he said Facebook was going to make things better. And we've kind of already seen that that has not been the case. And it'll be good for the environment. He throws in the environment part at the very end. Like, I, how would this be better than people working from home right now? We need to either subsidize our devices or sell them at cost to make them available to more people. We'll continue supporting sideloading and linking to PCs so consumers and developers have choice rather than forcing them to use the Quest Store to find apps or reach customers. And we'll aim to offer developer and creator services with low fees in as many cases as possible so we can maximize the overall creator economy. Anytime someone gives you a thing at cost or subsidize is because they want something in the long term. They have an angle, they have some sort of agenda. Everyone knows the saying, no such thing as a free lunch, no such thing as a free headset. Of course, they're gonna want people to use this the same way Google Home practically gives out those devices because they want a Google Home device in every home. There's always something behind it. It's a business with the facade of a fake improved new world. We don't wanna fix the things in this world. No, this world is too far gone, even though you could say Facebook has the money and resources and leverage to maybe actually improve things in the real world, but we're not going to do that. Okay. We're going to do the digital world. They're going to control the fees. They're going to control the app store. Anything you say in this digital world, they're going to really have a say in what you say. You can't really just be blabbering whatever you want in this digital world. You can't be selling whatever you want. You can't be treating it as if it's the real world because it's not. It's Facebook's Facebook's purgatory where we're going to spend the rest of our life before we move on to hopefully a better life. While recognizing that to keep investing in this future, we'll need to keep some fees higher for some period to make sure that we don't lose too much money on this program overall. After all, while a growing number of developers are already profitable, 
we expect to invest many billions of dollars for years to come before the metaverse reaches scale. I'm still like interested in new technologies and how they could change the way people work and make things. It's just when you give one company the helms to do this, it's going to go sideways. It's not that the industry is growing at large. It's just Facebook is pumping money into the VR the way they've kept Oculus artificially alive. And I don't know if people are going to take to it as a social platform the, the way they might take to VR as like a means to get work done. We are releasing a new product that will push the boundaries of VR even further. All these employees that Mark is talking to are like being held at gunpoint. They're like, you don't don't say the wrong thing like Mark. Mark is going to put me in a VR prison the way that guy did in the Black Mirror episode. Like all these people, you know, Mark has a backup of their brain digitally. And if they say the wrong thing, he's going to put them in the VR prison and they're going to stay there for God knows how many years if they don't push through this platform. So if, if they seem a little bit off, that is I suspect that is why we've codenamed it Project Cambria. So this isn't the next quest. It's going to be compatible with Quest. But Cambria will be a completely new, advanced, and high-end product, and it'll be at the higher end of the price spectrum, too. Our plan here is to keep building out this product line to release our most advanced technology before we can hit the price points that we target with Quest. All right, so let's talk about some of the new advances here. Yeah, sure. That was really strange. Was Mark explaining that to her, or was he explaining it to us? It felt like he was explaining that to us, but he was weirdly staring at her, and she was nervously nodding. Uh, Again, because he has her family uploaded to the cloud. What he may as well have just looked in the camera and told us that. He's like explaining the project to her. Your avatar will be able to make natural eye contact and reflect your facial expressions in real time. This way, people you're interacting with will have a, a real sense of how you're actually feeling. Well, you know how most of you in real life have like a numb, kind of dead, zoned out look to their eyes? And I relate, I've worked a corporate job. Uh, you can now replicate that dead looking stare digitally okay that's what he that's what it's going to be so your super expressive face when you're super happy in real life you can now do in the digital world it does mean building more sensors into a form factor that's comfortable to wear for a while and because we want vr to be for everyone we also have to make sure avatars represent a diverse set of human facial features and skin tones as well as paying attention to things like um, glasses and beers that may get in the way of some of the sensors i think it's smart that they gave the vr characters a natural gleam to their eye like a natural happier peppier look any job you go to a real life meeting people look like they don't want to be there because that's just the symptom of being alive and working in this world that's just what it is a select few eager beavers like keen type a people are kind of like more engaged in a meeting most people are sort of dead inside but in this world everyone's got this like digital happier facade on their face which makes it look a little bit happier a little less gloomy a little more futurist i think that's nice it's something right so that's going to be a big step forward for social presence and i'm really glad that we're focused on making it inclusive from the start now, what about unlocking more mixed reality experiences? I mean, imagine working at your virtual desk with multiple screens while seeing your real desk so clearly that you can pick up a pen and write notes without taking your headset off. Or, you know, you're doing a workout with a virtual instructor. And if you think of your screen, your physical screen as like a portal into your work, and you kind of can at least turn that portal on and off. Now imagine all hell breaking loose and that portal invades your whole perception, your whole reality, having all these screens, not even be able to escape from it really, having all that clutter in front of your face, every notification popping up, every email, every single thing that pops up demanding your attention is now front and center. You can't really 
get away from it unless you completely rip the whole headset off. And I think the fact that you can even take the headset off probably infuriates Mark because if he had it his way, he would just drill this thing into your eye. He would just have it so that you open your eyes in the morning and you see the Facebook login screen and that's just where you go right away. He's probably like, how do we stop people from taking these headsets off? Can we maybe make it mandatory that they have a contact lens or something or like a chip in their brain that it's always on? And people kind of look around because they're scared for their life. And they're like, yeah, we'll look into that. We don't know how to do that, but you're right. That would keep engagement longer and make the platform more sticky because you literally can't unstick this from your mind. I think Marcus is just really frustrated. He's like, I'm really... I'm really trying to get through to these people. How do we just drill this into their face? It's going to be so cool. We're already seeing the potentials of these kinds of experiences today as people are building for a pass-through API. But with Cambria, we'll be taking this to the next level with high-resolution, colored, mixed-reality pass-through. We essentially combine an array of sensors with reconstruction algorithms to represent your physical world in the headset with a sense of depth and perspective. But the ultimate goal here is true augmented reality glasses. And we've been working on that too. And today, I want to show you an experience that we've been working on for Project Nazare, which is the codename for our first full augmented reality glasses. Here, you'll see you're chatting with friends on WhatsApp and planning a game night. Isn't this what everybody wants? It's the group chat no one participates in, but in VR. It's not really taking VR and trying to do something new. It's taking an old kind of lazy, so-so experience in the digital world we have now on our phones, but bringing it into VR. So you know how like some people don't want to do game night? They're going to want to do the game night in VR because now it's in VR because Facebook's worked really hard at it. And then as you walk over to your kitchen, you can easily just put your game onto the table and you're off. And that's the kind of experience that augmented reality will unlock. Augmented reality will unlock the realization that the things that you don't care about in the real world are also things you don't care about in the AR world. The things that you want to do in the real world, like have a board game night or go snowboarding, you're just going to go ahead and do. Because for this to be sticky and for people to really get into it, it has to offer them a feeling that they don't get in the real world or offer them a feeling that's stronger than the one they already get in the real world. Having a watered down kind of phony digital experience of a so-so experience in the physical world, I don't think that's it. I understand it's hard to nail this type of thing, but it's also hard to change human behavior. We are these like fleshy bags of meat that really vibe and feel things in the physical world. And the digital world has been a nice complement to the way we do things. It's removed a lot of friction from, I hate the word, I said the word friction, I did the Cody Co. You know, frictionless. The digital world is meant to aid us. And a lot of people now realizing that withdrawing from the digital world a little bit is actually what makes them happier, which is why things like dopamine detoxes and taking breaks from social media is super popular now online because people are realizing like, hold up, we've gone so far into this. Maybe the problem isn't just enhancing things digitally. Maybe it's just adding balance into our life and having a kind of restrained approach to the way we interact with digital things. This feels like, hey, fuck all that. Just dive right in. Projectors, batteries, radios, custom silicon chips, cameras, speakers, sensors to map the world around you and more into glasses that are about five millimeters thick. So we still have a ways to go with Nazare, but we are making good progress. Ultimately, I don't wanna to be too pessimistic. I have not tried this particular thing. I have tried VR many times before. Even tried the new Half-Life game in VR on a high-end PC. It made me super nauseous. I feel like what Facebook is doing here, 
is moving things forward, but being done for the wrong reasons by the wrong company. I'm not against technology moving forward and changing. I like technology. I grew up with technology, uh, but also not just going to praise technology for the sake of it. There are a lot of pros and cons to this. Even as advanced as our phones have gotten, there are a lot of downsides to our phones. And some people are going to like this because, like I said, for a lot of people, they're so disenchanted with life that at this point, ship me off into this world. I don't want to be in this world anymore. This world kind of sucks. It's a little bleak. Everything's the same. Some people already live online. They already live in games. And I relate because I've done that as well in the past. But what this is, I don't know if it's going to go in a positive direction. So if you think I'm overreacting, if you think I'm missing something, or it's going to be even more horrific than this, let me know in the comments. Just let me know what you think. Maybe one day I'll be doing the show in VR and I'll take it all back. But until then, I'll see you next time.